0: Hello, welcome to It's Cricket Show presented by Hub Hopper. My name is Hamid and I'm here with the very latest episode of this podcast. Lots of exciting stuff to talk about on today's show. I too also have Sahil Sheikh in our studio. Welcome, Sahil Sheikh.
1: Cheers, to be here.
0: With that said, Let's start off, obviously, with India's victory of Asia Cup. We didn't get a chance to cover that match and it sounds like ages ago. But, you know, being Indian fans, we all were excited and are definitely uh, proud of the uh, victory that India achieved on that match. The match happened between India versus Bangladesh and no need for any introduction to anyone that India won that match. We... uh, We... I sort of expected this match to be uh, not I I, I uh, frankly speaking uh, not to be a one-sided match and it uh, it obviously lived up to the expectations it was almost a thriller it went uh, to the last uh, final stages but in the end it was India's uh, experience that helped them to capture the win uh, but definitely we will have uh, different thoughts and different uh, opinions about this what do you think about this?
1: Yeah, absolutely, it was a proud victory for India. Their 7th Asia Cup win. Uh, no one in the Asia have won more Asia Cups than them. So yeah, it was a great win for them. Uh, but uh, India won't be looking at it as, uh, India selectors won't be looking at it as the, um, just a win or something like that. Because they will be looking at as the 2nd match. This is the 2nd match which India... Looked like they were going and they were winning it very comfortably. It was like a cakewalk for them until and all, unless the openers were betting. As soon as openers went down, the two down, three down best managers came, the match went down till the wire.
0: Adding to that point, uh, the openers were the uh, only ones who has contributed before this match, uh, before this match to their score. Fair enough,
1: yeah. And in the second last match, also, the openers were different. Uh, both the openers were different. Still, the match looked like until the way It looked like it would be a cakewalk for them, but again, as soon as they departed, it went down the wire, and it was more close a match than the last match. And yeah, Kedar Jadhav did a heroics again uh, when he did for CSK. The same thing he did a, again. The same thing came out of the injury. He was injured and he batted well. Uh, last ball single helped them. And yeah, the, this is one thing which India will be looking and will be looking to rectify before the World Cup.
0: Will you just take us through the last final moments of this match?
1: Yeah, they needed 6 of 6 in the final over with uh, Kedar Jado at one side and they were looking uh, Kuldeep Yadav was there on the other side. Uh,
0: Let, let's let's bro, uh, p- pause over here. So, th- this is exciting, right? Meaning, the, India has lost all their top-order batsmen and it's c- come down to Kedar Jadav who is considered to be an exciting all-rounder while uh, Kuldeep Yadav is on the other side. So, Kuldeep Yadav does have some uh, batting skills and he uh, it does contribute here and there. So, what happened next?
1: Yeah, not to remind you again, injured, Kul, uh, injured Kedar Yadav was there. So, they, it was hard for them to run two and threes on That uh, side, so yeah, um, first ball was single, and Kuldeep Yadav came on to bat. He scored two runs, he, he then gave a dot away. In the end, required two out of two balls, and then one out of one. And uh, at, the, at the end, a bad ball on the lake side from Ahmadullah. Uh, before that, he made some drama of looking to mancading. Uh, Kuldeep Yadav, as Kuldeep Yadav was uh, trying to snatch that run, he was out of the crease. He didn't bowl the delivery, Muhammadullah, and he when he again went to bowl the last delivery, he bowled a very bad ball at the lakeside and it was easy for him because there was no fielder at the lakeside, no fine leg, and they run as easy run. And then
0: for our listeners who don't know what is mancading, mancading is basically when a bowler comes to bowl a delivery. And a, a, a batsman who is on the non-striker's end, if he is not in his crease uh, and he, if he just leaves the crease before the bowler delivers the bowl, he can basically uh, make uh, the b- batsman out on the other side. Now this was invented by a, f- a famous bowler, a bowler uh, named as Munker back in 1970s or something and it was named Hans after him Man, Kidding. So Kuldeep Yadav scored the winning runs and due to a bad delivery.
1: Kedar, Yado, Kedar Jado scored the winning runs. Kuldeep Jado was on the other side. And he scored the winning runs which gave, gave India 7th Asia, India Asia Cup.
0: Yes, and that's what uh, mattered in the end. Although, like the way uh, Sahil went about this, I, I agree with you Sahil that um, India would be looking this as another, another match uh, which were in India's complete control. But somehow, their middle-order batsmen failed to capitalize. Now, the other fact over here, before before going to uh, Kedar Jadav's... Uh, uh, Kedar Jadhav, I want to talk more about Kedar Jadav, but a bit on that later. Before going there, don't you think the pitches over there, It's 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 been the story of the entire Asia Cup that initially, when the ball is hard enough, it's easier to hit the ball. And when the ball becomes a bit softer, it becomes a bit difficult to hit the ball.
1: Uh, I don't think so. It's about the ball. I don't. I think so. Like uh, the pitch and the ball are the combination of both. As as the pitch keeps going, it it becomes more and more slow. It becomes very very slow at the end. And as as you know, that mostly if the fastest don't come. Uh, spinners don't come at the start of the bowling. As spinners uh, are introduced mostly at the twelfth and thirteenth and fourteenth over at that time so the when the pitch is very slow and the spinners are doing it it doesn't really matters on what the kind of ball the uh, the position the ball is in so yeah slower pitch slower bowling and a middle orders exposed i think so that that's what has been uh, indian middle orders and other, other middle orders have been lacking because there is not much of cricket played in uae and when you play in other in other conditions in other countries usually the middle overs the pitch doesn't become that slow and spinners bowling, it just spins around, not that slow, and not variations doesn't involve. this. I, I think, so that that is the one reason why Kedar Jado has uh, gained so much of popularity in on the, the pitches.
0: And uh, let's not forget the entry, uh, the the opening partnership of Bangladesh. They scored a blitzkrieg of an innings, and they scored that at brisk pace. But similar thing happened to Bangladesh as well when spinners were introduced and slower bowlers were introduced. It seemed difficult to score. Litton Das, who scored a century of just 89 deliveries, took then later more than two balls to, per run, and it really was difficult for them.
1: Yeah, and I don't think so. It was similar kind of uh, breakdown by uh, Bangladesh as per India because India didn't lose wickets continuously. Bangladesh just collapsed. They, their batting order just went berserk. From around 120 for 1 to 122 for 1 to 222 for all out, that, that's not uh, Peach's fault. That's some best man's inaccuracy and inability to play on those pitches.
0: Now, uh, the narrative going after this match was that Shakibal Shaqebal Hassan's all-round abilities were sorely missed. I would definitely agree to this.
1: Yeah, it uh, can't be blamed fully. Can't, that couldn't be the full reason. Because they didn't have in the uh, virtual semifinals also, which they played against Pakistan. They didn't had him, They had, didn't had his services then also, and they played well against Pakistan. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I think so. That just it didn't do, they didn't perform well on the day which it mattered most. And as their coach said, uh, that they, they are just one cup away from crossing that mental hurdle. But with these performances, I don't think so. They will cross the that mental hurdle fast away
0: while yeah so while playing it's, it's it's a different level of game right with india because in india you have a lot of uh, a lot of uh, things to deal with it's a different completely ball of game ball game but overall it was india's victory so now uh, let's get to kedar jadhav so we have seen kedar jadhav for so many years now and this has been his problem he is a very capable player who gives in uh, some brilliant performances brilliant all round performances for india on domestic level on international level but he is that sort of a player who when he hits his form he gets injured
1: yeah his fitness has been the uh, issue from last two years for him even when he was playing well he scored uh, two centuries in one series i don't know against whom uh, he was he retired hurt in once may one match and kohli was kohli had pushed him a lot in that match, uh, running, and so he had accepted that he his fitness is not up to the level. So yeah, his fitness is not up to the level at still, and he's a good player. He, he I think so that uh, his Asia Cup performance is punch, he has punched his ticket to the World Cup squad.
0: Well, uh, yeah. Also, um, the fact that he keeps getting injured reminds me of very, uh, very known player who who was one of the best swing bowlers, sort of. He used to swing in air and he used to bowl well, in even in IPL, Praveen Kumar. Praveen Kumar, it was the same issue with him. He used to hit his form, take good wickets and then get injured while he was called upon to play for international matches. Well, let, I think we have covered enough on Asia Cup and celebrated the victory in major way. When we come back, we will talk more about India's selection for the West Indies Test Match Tour. Yes, we are here and we are here with India's Test Squad which has been announced recently. And quite surprising thoughts. Which is the name Sahil that surprise you the most with respect to India's selection?
1: Uh, I don't think so it's any of these names which have been uh, selected. yeah yeah one name will select uh, excite me is Hanuma Vihari uh, taken in place of Karun Nair. Uh, there, is, there is a lot of lot of talk going, going behind this selection. The whole team selection, a lot of talk is going behind and it also uh, yeah some part of that angries me also for not taking, but yeah, we'll talk about it later.
0: Well, yeah. So, um, Karun Nair ex- exclusion is definitely the most shocking of this uh, thing because the fact uh, well, yeah, so uh, we will definitely talk about it later but let's first see what are the inclusions. So, with respect to the batsmen, it's obviously uh, some, some expected names over there. It's Virat Kohli and Prithvi Shah, Shaw is retained. Cheteshwar Pujara and Ajinkya Rahane has now been the backbone of Indian Test Squad. There is uh, new inclusion and uh, debutant if he gets a match it's Mayank Garwal. now with Mayank Agarwal uh, it's interesting because he has been a run scoring machine in the local Ranji uh, team
1: he's been great he's been great around uh, for last one or two years in especially in the test cricket for the four day he has played so much of cricket for India A, India B India Broad presidents and he's been scoring again and again. He scored a double century in the quadrangular series. He scored two, three continuous centuries. So he's been in great form. He has triple centuries in the Ranji Trophy to his name. He scored around 1,100 runs something in Ranji Trophy, which is the most by a single batsman. So yeah, he deserved his spot. He's 27 year old, Not uh, nothing all lost for him yet. And he should be happy with his position and he should grab it.
0: Definitely, because in case, uh, if, if you haven't, haven't noticed yet, Shikhar is missing from that list. And if Shikhar is missing, that means there should be some optional opener. It can be either Prithvi Shaw or Mayanka Garwal. Okay, then uh, when we move on to all-rounders, it's Hanuman Vihari, Ravi Chandran Ashwin and Ravindra Jadeja. I thought Jav- uh, Ravi Chandran Ashwin was injured.
1: He was. Uh, he got a uh, good one month time in the Asia Cup to recover himself. His injury wasn't uh, that severe. Uh, it was just a tear in his uh, leg and his thigh. So yeah, he is back. He's a spinner. Uh, he, he's, he's required in this series. You know what he does in on the Indian pitches with the kind of spin he and uh, just spins around the pitches.
0: In terms of wicket keepers, uh, well, Lokesh Rahul and Rishabh Pant. Obviously, Lokesh Rahul uh, and Rishabh Pant-, Rishabh Pant will obviously get a chance because Lokesh Rahul is now looked upon as the batsman more of luck, rather than uh, the wicket-keeping duties. In full-time bowling options, we have Kuldeep Yadav, Mohammad Shami, Umesh Yadav, Mohammad Siraj, Shardul Thakur. Any of these names. Um, which surprises you, or is it uh, was this expected at the back end of a, a very blocked schedule for India?
1: Yeah, it was accepted, expected. Uh, especially Shah- Shardul Thakur, uh, he's been doing great in the domestic circuit of four day, five day games. Uh, he's been doing he, he will get match according to me, and Umesh Shia he, though, he's been unlucky. Yeah, he's been great in red ball cricket, but still, <coughs> sorry, white ball cricket, but still avoided the selection in Asia Cup. He got the chance over here. He did well in um, first match in England Test, but didn't get uh, a chance for the rest of the. He's been unlucky, uh, what I will say. So yeah, he he will get this. He will get a chance in this series, and he he will do good. Yeah, that's expected from him.
0: Now let's talk about the exclusions. Starting off with Shikhar Dhawan, I personally feel that. It he required some time off from uh, w- red ball cricket.
1: It doesn't surprise me of uh, Xing of Shikhar and it won't surprise me also that if he is not uh, looked upon for the future Test match selections or for the future Test match big matches selections. It won't be su- it won't surprise me.
0: Especially in the uh, uh, in the um, outside tours apart from subcontinent.
1: Yeah, that's that's I think so. That's what has been kept in mind. Uh, before selecting this tour uh, the australia cup australia tour that has been kept in mind before selecting this tour but what one thing which surprises me a lot is the axing of mulli vijay he has he has only two or three bad matches two matches two bad matches in England and one match before that and he's been axed. so i don't get that i don't get it why he has been axed from this series it it makes me really angry because it will completely butcher his uh, confidence going ahead and if he's not been taken in this series, I'm sure that they won't be taking him in the Australia series also. So what next for him? He has done nothing wrong much lately and still he's been axed and two new openers have been given a chance. So it, it really baffles my mind.
0: Maybe, yeah. And maybe India India may be looking for alternate options and getting ready for Australian Cup. You never know what uh, ha- selectors have in their mind. Another option which was uh, ignored uh, was uh, for, for, for the... Bowling side, it was Jasprit Bhumra and Bhuvneshwar Kumar. So before before uh, starting this uh, recording for the show, I read one article from which was uh, of course the interview of the BCCI that they have rested their senior duo pacers, given the workload, especially Jasprit Bhumra and Bhuvneshwar Kumar, and ahead uh, and ahead of a very important tour of Australia. Um, apart apart from these, it's uh, Hardik Pandya. Uh, and uh, apart from these uh, exclusions uh, the other two uh, important exclusions well not because of their faltering performance is just that they have been given rest due to their respective injuries it's Hardik Pandya and Ishan Sharma now Hardik Pandya's in- injury occurred during the Asia Cup while ha- Ishan Sharma was injured during uh, England tour uh, and he is yet to recover uh, moving on uh, what are the okay now that we have uh, discussed about the entire squad? Let's talk about the raging debate about Karun Nair.
1: Karun Nair, it's it has been a very very bad uh patch of months for him. It's been nine test matches since he scored his first triple century, only second triple century for Indian. It's been nine test matches and he has played only three test matches. Yeah, that those three test matches haven't gone as per his uh he wished, but. From those nine test matches, continuous last six test-, test matches, he have been just warming benches. He has been in two or three um, tours for India. All of them, he has been warming up benches for Indians, uh, Indian team. And he has, uh, for that reason, for that, uh, for almost that reason, he hasn't been playing domestic also, wherein, wherein Mayang Agarwal comes in. He has been play for last two or three months, he has been go- doing good for India Quadrangular series and for other Dulip motiv朝- Trophy and Ranji Trophy because he wasn't picked up in the team and he wasn't warming up the benches. If the same case was there, if they had out that, thought out throughout the process of Karuna's selection, he would have been not in the team and he would be playing for the Ranji Trophy and he would have been impressing the selectors also. Out of none of his fault, he has been uh, resting or warming up the benches, not playing Ranji or Trophy matches and now he has been dropped. He, uh, for a tour, which seemed many of the big guns have been arrested, which he thought this will be his chance to make into top 11 and play good. He has been not taken only into the squad. So, and when spoken to him, Crickbus uh, gave an exclusive and spoken to him, he told that nothing much has been told for the lack of chances which is given to him. No no, 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 Not a single member of the team management has come to him and talked about his place in the team. So yeah, that baffles me that, that makes... Because it is one pl- person's career you are talking about he has not been playing for such a long time in the, both the test, in both the uh, circuits domestic as well as international and then suddenly you come and drop him out of the squad when you have not even seen him play not even in the domestic not even in the international so what's the reason behind Xing him
0: that that's really irritating right because uh, it's it's unfair to uh, karun nair because now uh, let, let's face the fact like I, i'm just restating what sahil said So, he was a part of the series which happened recently, almost all the series, and he was never given a chance to play. Now, a player of his caliber is not given a chance to play, so what he can do? He could either come back and uh, play in the domestic tournament, uh, the Ranji tournament, and prove to the selectors that he is capable of doing so, but he was not given a chance to play in there as well and not because of his fault. He was made to sit over there and not getting a chances, not getting regular chances. And now upon his dropping, when asked about this to the chief selectors, what they had to say was that he should perform and score more runs and he will sooner or later get selected. This is so irresponsible and this this is very amusing because... <laughs> Well, come on, it's, it's because of you that he did not get a chance to play. And I'm purely on Karun Nair's side on, in this debate uh, because it's obvious. It's, it's not that some layered debate or some sort of where the player is not performing well or something like that. It's, it's, it's just a pure, uh, pure straightforward point that Karun Nair should have been given a chance to play. Okay, I would have accepted that that if he was given a full pla- flat chance to play in a series and then he was not performing or bad performing and then if you drop him, it was pretty acceptable. But then if you, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you come in and drop him, it really doesn't make
1: sense. Yeah, and another reason if uh, it would have made sense if another reason wherein his fitness was not good like uh, Kedar like Jado or something like that, there was an issue with the fitness it wasn't an issue in that uh, area also because uh, the physio the fitness trainers of indian when they were asked uh, uh, around a month ago they w- they had told them that they had told they had given exclusive to the cricket bus that he has been impressing you know, the whole uh, physio staff with his uh, with his uh, with his fitness skills, fitness, yeah. yeah, with his fitness skills, he's been impressing them with that. He's been giving again and again uh, good performances in the nets. So yeah, I, I it's absolutely around. Uh, it's only the selectors can give the answers for this baffling decision of this.
0: Now let's move on to West Indies squad. Not much uh, uh, to talk about there because it's uh, almost as expected. It's uh, so I'll just list down whatever the number of players are there. The batsman they have included is Sunil Ambris. It's Craig Brathwaite and Kyron Powell. While the all-rounders who have been included are Kimo Paul. Well, he's listed as all-rounder especially. Jason Holder, definitely an all-rounder. Roston Chase. The wicket keepers, four of them. It's Dowrich, Hamilton, Hutmeyer and Shy Hope. And Devendra Bishoo, Gabriel, Kemar Roach and uh, Jomel warrican will be doing their bowling duties. Now, before... Uh, now. We got a recent update about Kemar Road.
1: What is that, Sahil? Yeah, unfortunately, in the last week, his grandmother expired. So he had uh, he had gone for that. Um, he didn't play the two-day game which happened recently with uh, Indian boards eleven. Yeah, he was supposed to be in that match, but because of that unfortunate incident, he didn't play match. But he was expected to be before the match, before this first test match. But uh, for some unfortunate reason, he is not there. He will be joining them in middle of this test match. So he's not. He won't be included in the first test match he will be available for the second test match so their main bowling gun their ex- most experienced player uh, won't be there kemar roach won't be there for them in the first test match it's a big blow for them
0: and that will put additional responsibilities on the shoulder of Kimo paul who has been their emerging bowler for past couple of couple of years not exactly but yeah, at least couple of years um so uh, we have talked a lot about the uh, playing 11 for both the teams now let's here or uh, let's see what will be the tour about and when and the schedule basically of the tour so india versus West indies uh, tour will begin from october 4th with the first test match being held in rajkot while the second uh, test match being held in hyderabad uh, which is between october 12 to october 16 this doesn't conclude there. India are scheduled to play an ODI series with Western Days. It's a 5 ODI uh, series which will begin from October 21st and will conclude on November 1st. It will be interesting to see what India, which players does India pick up for this ODI series. Then the tour will move into the T20 mode and uh, first T20 will be played in Kolkata uh, on November 4th. And the last uh, T20, which is which will be the third T20, will be played in Chennai on November 11th. So the tour will officially get concluded on November 11th, and will be beginning in just a couple of days' time, which is October 1st, October 4th. I beg your pardon. So this is the India versus Western Days brief of tour of the tour. Uh, when we come back, we will talk much more about the cricket happenings around the globe. <laughs> Okay, so where uh, do you want to move on next, Kyle?
1: Well, let's talk about Zimbabwe versus uh, South Africa.
0: Okay, so what do you want to talk about them?
1: Uh, it seemed a boring, another boring tour. It looked like that. It looked like there will be one-sided matches. But again, much like Asia Cup, this surprises again. Uh, Zimbabwe, at, as it started like a boring series again, they just got all out on hundred and seventeen but then south africa some out of nowhere gave their f- around four wickets in just 50 runs and it made it a very interesting match and it also made a very interesting series as we are now ca- we are now we know now that zimbabwe bowlers are capable of toppling their matches um, their teams and even south africa doesn't have their big guns like amla and faf duplessis they are injured so yeah it's it's Zimbabwe showed in the first match that they, they are capable of toppling South Africa. And if they do in even in the one match out of this whole tournament, it will be a great series to watch out for.
0: Now, here is this here is why this series is a bit exciting for me. The reason is their old guns are back. Yes, Brandon Taylor in and Brandon Taylor is back for starters, and then Raza Hendricks is too. Playing over here. The players include Sean Williams, Alton Chigumbura, and Hamilton Masakadza, then Kyle Jarvis. All these older, uh, all these more experienced players, Peter Moore, all these more experienced players are back for Zimbabwe and their payment uh, issues which had happened had been resolved. We talked on one of the shows uh, on our previous uh, iteration of its cricket show that uh, Zimbabwe. Of course, were facing some financial troubles with their board, board were facing financial troubles. They were having issues paying their uh, subs players, which then was resolved by ICC stepping in and helping them by giving some funds and and told them that to show some um, development and all that stuff which goes on with this money, you know, and then uh, things were resolved.
1: You excited about the big guns involving in the South Africa uh, in Zimbabwe squad. I am excited about the big guns involving in the which have come back in the South Africa squad. I am excited about Dale Stein. after a long, long time. He has come over here. Yeah, but again, speaking about the development of Zimbabwe, they have been struggling for a decade now with their financial issues. Their players <coughs> taking early retirements, premature retirements, coming back for retirements, going back again, coming back again. It has been a rough ride for a player like Brendan Taylor. A caliber uh, player of that caliber, uh, if he was playing in any other country, he would have been some kind of legend. But um, Zimbabwe's financial issues has make, taken a damp on his career.
0: Unfortunately, he was born in Zimbabwe. <laughs>
1: yeah, unfortunately, many, that is unfortunate for many players in other countries also. But
0: while while we are on that issue, I uh, we I think we both discussed before doing this recording is one of the player of Hong Kong. Um, it's it was their wicket keeper who used to play full time cricket for Hong Kong, but he re- he took retirement early retirement from uh, cricket, and he wa- he is pursuing now to become a pilot.
1: Retired, and not to mention he retired at the age of twenty one. He just played ten. 10- what twenty one? and odis and 11 t20s uh, he didn't only retired uh, because he wanted to be a pilot and also uh, he said that if you want to be a cricketer you can't be a full time cricketer in hong kong you have to
0: now t- now uh, so- sorry to interrupt but that is an age where most of our people start cr- their cricketing career and uh, oh, wow
1: yeah he he told that he can't be in, in hong kong you can't be a full time cricketer uh, many of the selectors and many of the directors of the cricket who ha- work hard so that their players can be full-time cricketers. But you can't because of the money and financial issues and lack of support from ICC and government. So, you're coming back to the Zimbabwean old gums coming back like um, you said about the <coughs> Brandon, Brandon and Taylor and all. So, yeah, it's good for their cricket. Uh, they have been tackling, Zimbabwe cricket have been tackling financial issues for last decade now. As I c- ICC mentioned in the last interview that their financial issues have been solved, their long-term financial issues have been solved. So yeah, it's a new innings for them again. They are starting over. It has been twenty years since they have got Test recognition. They have not won many, but it will be great to see them uh, if their players uh, give good performances in the future.
0: We are missing that sort of golden generation. Uh, p- that golden generation of Zimbabwe, which w- which included Andy Flower, Grant Flower streak, But looking at the current squad, the squad is not that bad. The players are not that bad. They have performed under difficult conditions during the qualifying World Cup. But something is uh, keeping them, maybe the consistency, the, the regularity in which they have matches. You never know.
1: Yeah, I believe that winning more and more test matches gives a squad or gives a team more confidence playing in white ball cricket. Uh, if you are, you, if you are defeating uh, big guns, not even big guns. You you say if you are beating Sri Lanka and Bangladesh in test matches, you the other teams will take you seriously. Other teams will give you more respect, and you will get more more funds out of this. You can you can get more con- recognition from media as well as from the sponsors. So when that happens, it gives more and more confidence, and it also will solve more, more, of most of the other issues for the players and for the teams. So, if to do that, first of all, to do that, Zimbabwe should play more test matches. So, yeah, it should be a great if if they get that opportunity, it will be great to see them in the future.
0: Yeah, and also uh, the fact that Zimbabwe have been around for such a long time, longer than Bangladesh, you know, Zimbabwe were once being feared upon. Uh, yeah, sort of. So they have uh, been around for a long time, but it's some some things are not just working out for them. Speaking of the first uh, ODI between Zimbabwe with South Africa. Uh, just to give you a brief up I know i'll give you in shots about what happened just to give you a brief up uh England Zimbabwe managed a score batting first uh, about 117 runs lost their all their 10 wickets in 34 overs played typically like any other minnows which plays um the tops their top scorer was elton Chigumbura, who have been uh they are go to batsman in the past as well uh, with the score of just 27. Good bowling by South African bowlers, Uh, the best of them was Lungi and Gedi who took 3 wickets and rattled their batting order. While when South Africa came into bad things didn't look that pretty because they lost some wickets very quickly and they somehow managed to win uh, in the 27th over scoring 119 losing their 5 wickets. Tendai Chatara bowled brilliantly in the beginning, it looked like they will be he will be finishing their o- finishing his overs at a trot, but once a lunch break was taken in Tendai Chatara was removed out of attack. and I personally feel that is where uh, Zimbabwe lost their edge and anyway, defending 119 is always going to be a difficult task, but Tendai Chatara provided them with good early pace, early bounds, good wickets in the beginning. Uh, South Africa, this was South Africa versus Zimbabwe for you. Uh, tomorrow, which is on 3rd of October, or if you are hearing this, uh, uh, may, probably it will be today for you all. On 3rd of October, uh, South Africa versus Zimbabwe second ODI is scheduled. Now, Sahil will be excited to see Dale stain while I am still excited to see Brandon Taylor. When we come back, we will talk about a new exciting format. Stay tuned. What we are about to introduce to you is an exciting new format for those people who don't have much of a time to watch even the T20s. We have recently heard a lot about... uh, A lot of complaints about, like, uh, when you tell people to watch cricket or people who give reasons why they are not fans of cricket, the only major reason you hear is, it's that long, and because... Because of which, you know, after 50 overs, it would, because of which T20 leagues were introduced. Now, uh, what ha started happening with T20 was initially it was aimed to be finished within 3 hours. But that unfortunately started increasing and now we have got to a point wherein even a T20 match takes around 4 hours to get finished. So, keeping that in mind, many countries, are, many boats specifically, are coming up with ideas to... And degrees uh, and to appeal in for those people who the new viewers uh, for them to appeal to this exciting sport of cricket. Now England, it's all famous that England has uh, or is planning to come up with an uh, format which is na- which might be named as the hundred with so many calculations, permutations, combinations, and whatnot. Now still, I feel that it's a bit uh, complicated. Uh, we have one uh, format which was introduced last year by UAE. Basically based in Sharjah, Dubai, which was was T-10 League. Now, this T-10 League had a first season last year in 2017 and it could be termed as mildly successful. Now, basically, it was a bit successful because of all the cricket following that we have in Sharjah and Dubai. And especially with all the subcontinent uh, immigrants residing, especially from India, Bangladesh, Pakistan. Um, yeah, so all these people who are crazy fans of cricket reside over there. So that therefore it was mildly successful. This year, though, it has grown From 6 teams to 8 teams. And it will be held from 23rd November to 2nd December. Sahil, do you know which teams are uh, playing this year?
1: Yeah, there are 2 new teams this year. Last time there were 6 teams, this time there are 8 teams. Uh, If you name them, there are Kerala Kings, Maratha, Arabians.
0: Pakhtuns, Punjabi Legends...
1: Karachians Bengal t- Tigers uh,
0: Northern Warriors
1: and Rajputs
0: and Rajputs out of these Northern Warriors and Rajputs are new uh, new teams now we won't go in much details because there is still some left uh, time left for this to start but why we brought this up now was because uh, some days back a draft was held and some exciting players were selected now um some of the exciting players was, were uh, of course, the comeback, the much anticipated comeback of Imran Nazir, who will be playing for Kerala play- Kings. Now um, we did talk about this in the previous iteration of its cricket show, uh, what was wrong with Imran Nazir. For all our new listeners, let's repeat this: what and why are we excited for Imran Nazir?
1: Yeah, four years ago an unfortunate incident happened with him. He was on the top of his game. He was playing good, but slowly, slowly, his uh, performances started going down. His fitness coming down started going down. And when d- rediscovered, when when his physios discovered, he had arthritis, and it it reached to a certain level at certain point of his life. It it reached to a certain level where he couldn't even move without a support. He had arthritis. He had he had pain in each part of the body. When he he had recently been interviewed by Bus he had told that he there was not a single bone in his body which didn't hurt so coming out of that in a in a game like cricket where you require a fitness level of such a level and in uh, in, in a 10 overs game where all the 60 balls all the 120 balls you need to be at top of your game uh, at the top of your fitness level to come out of that to this i think so it's it's remarkable and even though he is in Later part of his career, uh, thirty-six year old, I think. So he will, he he should make a comeback for the Pakistan team, as you saw uh, recently ended ODI or uh, Asia Cup, where in India or uh, Pakistan need few of their best men in middle order. Uh, he he and in also in the top order in the opening, they they require the men like him. And he he this is the tournament for him to make a comeback. And if he does, it will be a great great story for him.
0: That is uh, absolutely amazing, right? Because a player who goes through such level of pains in his life and he comes back, he surely will be a motivation for many people, many uh, young aspirants around the globe. Now, Imran Nazir, we surely are excited for him to watch play in this tournament. There are a couple of other players in this uh, Kerala King squad, which include Oyn Morgan and Paul Sterling from Ireland. These will definitely be the players to watch out for, and of course, including the universal boss, Chris Gale. Moving on to the second team we have to talk about is Maratha Arabians. You, please, you, I know, it's, it's, (laughs) it sounds more of like uh, Indian names, Indian team names. It's because, as I mentioned earlier, most of the immigrants over there are from India. You give what according to the demand, and the demand is from Indians when uh, you when sahil and i both introduced together the names of the teams you might have also heard some pakistani based teams uh, names of the pa- based on pakistan and some Bengal tiger well it's uh, it's it's how uh, it is because there are a lot of uh, fans of the subcontinent over there so let's let's talk about uh, maratha arabians the icon player th- the team is led by rashid khan the sensational rashid khan and there are a couple of other batsmen here and there. Moving on to Pakhtoons. There is one player, uh, Sahil, who is still playing.
1: Yeah, of course, uh, Shahid Afridi. Uh.
0: You you guessed <laughs> it right. He, he, he Is he still playing? He, he, I thought he retired like 10 times.
1: Just to mention, just to mention, he in his uh, recently concluded interview, he told that he was asked why he comes coming back and again and again. He had he directly told that it's all about money. So yeah, he... he
0: That's blunt
1: yeah he's been in such point uh, such point of his career where everyone wants him to perform and he performs well, he's like an undertaker for cricket he comes back once or twice in a year he performs like he has been performing for whole life and then goes back out of nowhere takes retirement then comes back for another some kind of tournament and yeah it's been going on for a long time for his career
0: I think he will be coming back uh, at the age of 60 when finally India and Pakistan will be uh, on good terms and he might come back in IPL at the age of 60 and may make
1: some kind of recall. And he keeps getting picked up also. See, uh, he he keeps himself available in tournaments and he keeps keeps getting picked up. So that's one... Uh, that that uh, speaks the volumes of his uh, career uh, thing he has built up for himself, a legacy which has built up for himself. He keeps, he keeps getting, keep, uh, the selectors can't keep them away from taking him or taking a steep de- dive away for to pick him and uh, letting him perform.
0: While in Punjabi uh, legends, it's the legend, Shoaib Malik, who will be leading this team. There are some exciting names here and there, but Shoaib Malik will definitely be the one who will be most of the uh, duties will be based on his shoulders. For Karachians, the iconic player who has been named is Shane Watson. But I'm more excited for the amount of New Zealanders who are in this uh, in this squad, especially Anton Davechej and Colin Dunnam.
1: Aside, where is New Zealand? Yeah, they have been not playing international cricket lately. They have not. I, they don't have their own T20 league. Also, so, uh, to justify their absence from the cricket league. Uh, to be honest, I don't know actually. Uh, where they are, what they are doing right now. So.
0: so let's let's uh let's file an FIR against them and try to find. Well, that's for the not so good joke. But anyway, moving forward, Bengal Tigers. The icon player is Sunil Narayan. No uh, shockers over there because Sunil Narayan and Chris Gale are the two people whom you will find in every global league. Uh, the new two new teams. Uh, Northern Warriors and Rajputs. Uh, in Northern Warriors, their iconic player is Darren Semmy. Uh, Andre Russell is the player whom uh, we both are excited about. While uh, Rajputs, it's Brandon McCallum, mm-hmm. another player whom we always think he will retire this year. Although he's not, age is not that much, but he is a sort of that specimen who is on the horizon of his career, but keeps coming back. Um, any any comments on uh, Brandon McCallum or Chris Linsile, since you are a KKR fan?
1: See, Brandon McCollum has been performing pretty good in BBL uh, and other leagues also. And even in the uh, recently concluded IPL in the recent season, he played good for China Super Kings. He wasn't playing for KKR, he was playing for China Super Kings and he played good there, over there. He, he has retired. Yeah,
0: but then when you uh, when you think of Brandon McCallum, you always remember that first innings which he played of 160 runs, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and to be fair, he plays for TKR, another family of K- Kolkata uh, Knight Riders, uh, Trimbaco Knight Riders. He plays for them also, and he played great there also. So he's been performing good. It's been around four years since he retired from New Zealand. He's been playing good ever since. <clears throat> he was playing before also. Good before also. So yeah, Chris Lane, another player, another great player who's been playing for another T20 league right now so yeah this has
0: been i think uh, after retirement brandon McCallum must have played more matches than new
1: zealand him- themselves <laughs> he wasn't much uh, famous then when he was playing around because t20 wasn't a famous league over then so he was he uh, players like him brandon McCallum, chris Gale, they were they were meant for such formats they were born for such formats and uh, they are doing it out of their tourna- out of their uh, main countries uh, to other leagues and they're playing good
0: Yes, and that's 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 what uh, that's what it's all about, right? So one uh, this is about all about T10 league. We will discuss much more in detail and we will try to cover as many matches as possible of this tournament. But uh, before we end today's show, we have uh, I have some uh, uh, some other news as well, which is with regards to the Australia and Pakistan uh, tour, which will be happening soon. So uh, it, it is uh, scheduled to start from this month, tenth uh, of uh, October. Uh, the big news is that they uh, pakistan had released a 16 member squad uh, for which uh, Mohammad hafiz was uh, excluded some other players had been taken um, and the, the the of course uh, the big news is that later on uh, Mohammad hafiz was included as the 17th player um, he was excluded before as as what we had heard that because of his bowling actions and all those those sort of things now, another big news from this squad is sarfaraz uh, the captain of Pakistan, yes, so he has faced a lot of criticism after their debacle in the Asia Cup. They were termed as the best bowling squad in the world, but somehow they failed to deliver. Now, we might have counter-arguments and this and that and debates are going on and it will go on forever, but the fact remains that uh, he uh, had once led them to once led them to win uh, the uh, Champions Trophy as well as some other tournaments, but uh, right now they are facing some sorts of issues with their squad. But not uh, going apart from the fact that they are not delivering as of now. So what Pakistan uh, Pakistan board decides to do is puts in a backup keeper. Now Pakistan has released a backup keeper uh, in the has named a backup keeper in the squad. Now why this is surprising or why this is a bit of a news is because for past one year in whatever tournaments that pakistan had played abroad as well as in the home which is uae of course there was never a backup keeper named for sarfaraz now is this this may be a way of pakistan's uh, pakistan boards telling okay sarfaraz see you had your moments now we are including a backup keeper you're not you're not uh, dro- you're not getting dropped you're not ripped off your captaincy it's just that we are aware of what is going on and there you won't be having that monopoly he will be just on his uh, his toes now
1: so this could mean one of two things uh, one can be that they are they want him to rest his skipping boots and uh, completely uh, focus on captaincy skills <coughs> which they think might be um, affecting his captaincy skills or wicket keeping so they want these duties to be held by someone else and so for us just to focus on his uh, captaincy skills or second can be uh, when it is it when it is time for him to hang on his boots uh, there shouldn't be an excuse that there is no keeper uh, to replace him uh, if he has to hang uh, he he's he, when he has to hang his boots down when he has to uh give up his captaincy to the another player there is uh there is still um wicketkeeper uh, or wicketkeeper best man who can take his spot so this is this could be a one or two things but i don't think so this happening soon uh so yeah there is one more year or so for this uh for this what w- they, they, they the move they have ta- taken to justify itself uh, there is a one or some year for it
0: Talking about the Australian side of the squad, Australia have announced the two vice captains. Now, the way Australians are approaching this is very interesting. Remember that debacle that happened, the ball-tampering incident that happened in South Africa? Well, that has forced some changes. Well, the team Payne is now the captain, of course, and they have come up with two new vice captains. It's Hazelwood and uh, some, some other... Oh, it's Mars. Sorry. So it's Hazelwood and Marsh who will be the vice captains. Um, what to say now? A team having two vice captains, they are um, the coach basically told like it was... Uh, and this involved a lot of uh, procedure. You know, it was a big procedure. Uh, Justin Langer uh, apparently followed this procedure when he used to be the coach of Western Australia. He selected uh, many captains with this process. And the same process was uh, implemented over here. He made it clear back then that it will be not for the captain. Tim Payne is their captain. Uh, It will be for the selection of vice captains. And well, in case of uh, some emergency, they will be the captains and all those stuff. And these are the people apparently who believe in the uh, values and principles of the captain and the management which is trying to build up and re uh, recreate the new new environment and bring up the new australia to the world well i and sahil definitely will hope that this new australia is better than the older sledging australia
1: see i liked the move which they have done by taking picking up two uh, vice captains because team Payne, as a captain, hasn't been that successful for Australia
0: for a long oh, time. Oh, so you are saying this is this might be a backup strategy?
1: Yeah, if Tim Payne again fails to do something good in this series, then I think so. This both the vice captains which have been taken, one of these will be given a captain's duty, and Tim Payne will be rested from his. Uh, leadership duties and will be taken as only as a wicketkeeper best man or he may not be even that. So I think so this is just a backup and this is a good move from them and not to mention I just wanted to mention I, can, I cannot resist myself from re- mentioning this that Peter Siddle has been uh, taken back he has
0: he has come back that, that same guy who the short guy who used to jump and bowl
1: Mm, uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> and he's he, he wasn't making the squad for last four or five years because of his injuries and out of forms. But he has come back now, and he was a great bowler for Australia. He was a great bowler. He was in the likes of um. He was compared to McGrath and so and but unfortunately for his um, fitness level, he didn't. Uh, his his career <coughs> took a blow for four years. He has come back and he has been. He will be bowling alongside Mitchell Stark, so it will be a deadly combo. Okay. So,
0: thank you, Sahil, for joining me in today's wonderful show. Thanks, good to be here. So do I. And this is Hamid signing off from today's episode of It's Cricket Show. Do join us back soon enough. Have a great cricketing day.